Hello, this is Snigdha from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Monday, the 8th of June. As India lifted the lockdown today, a record of 9,983 cases of COVID-19 have been reported in the last 24 hours. It has taken the country's tally to 2,56,987. This is by far the highest single-day rise in numbers. The death toll in the country has risen to 7,208. As many as 1,23,912 people have recovered after undergoing treatment for coronavirus. The current recovery rate is 48.22%. The Indian Council of Medical Research or ICMR has said that 47,74,434 samples were tested for COVID-19 in the country till 9am today. Of these, 1,8,048 were tested in the last 24 hours. While cases continue to rise, India has opened public places like malls and religious establishments today. Authorities have ensured that premises of religious places, restaurants and malls have been cleaned and provisions for adherence to social distancing and other protocols have been made. Malls, hotels, restaurants, places of worship, schools and colleges all have been allowed to open in a phased manner over the next couple of months. Asserting that coronavirus is a new agent about which not everything is known, the government on Sunday defended the timing of the imposition of the lockdown. It rejected media reports expressing concerns that it did not take inputs from technical experts while drawing up its COVID-19 strategy as baseless. The government also said that it is fine-tuning its strategy based on emerging knowledge and experience on the ground. In a statement, the health ministry said that a section of the media is reporting on the decisions regarding India's approach to the pandemic and asserted that the decision on the lockdown was taken in the background of the rapid escalation of COVID-19 cases. The ministry said, and I quote, the doubling rate of cases had dropped to a new level, pointing toward a dangerous trajectory of high caseload and high mortality as experienced by many Western countries. The possibility that our healthcare systems could be soon overwhelmed with COVID-19 patients seemed to be real, unquote. The ministry said that there was an all-round consensus on the lockdown among all state governments. Odisha, however, in view of the COVID-19 scenario, has decided that all religious places, shopping malls, hotels and restaurants will continue to remain closed till the 30th of June in the state. In Jammu and Kashmir too, religious places will remain closed for public till further orders. No interstate movement of individuals will be allowed without obtaining permission. Nagaland, which has witnessed a recent spurt in COVID-19 cases, has also decided to keep places of worship and hotels closed till further orders. Meanwhile, Union Civil Aviation Minister Hardeep Singh Puri said that a decision on restarting international flights will be made after countries begin easing restrictions on the entry of foreigners. He tweeted, and I quote, Most countries have less than 10% international operations because they are allowing entry only to their own citizens and have placed restrictions on foreign nationals. He said, Destination countries have to be ready to allow incoming flights. Unquote. Congress Interim President Sonia Gandhi yesterday made an impassioned plea for the Mahatma Gandhi National Rural Employment Guarantee Act or Manrega to be depoliticized, saying that it is a powerful mechanism that can be used to help the people of India in their time of need. An unusually high number of new cases have been reported from Haryana and Jammu and Kashmir. And these are not the only states showing signs of a surge. Last week, many other states started reporting higher numbers. West Bengal, Karnataka, Kerala, Assam, Uttarakhand, Jharkhand, 
Goa, Tripura, Manipur are all showing increase in their growth rates. This is apart from states like Delhi and Tamil Nadu that have had a high growth rate for a while now. Even Uttar Pradesh, which was growing at a relatively slower rate, reported 433 new cases today. It is now the fifth highest caseload in the country. Maharashtra, which is the worst affected state in the country, has now more cases than China. The current caseload in the state stands at 85,975. China has 84,191 cases. As part of the Maharashtra government's mission Begin Again, private offices in Mumbai are set to reopen today with 10% strength, if required, with the remaining employees working from home. Mumbai traffic police have prepared for a surge in vehicular traffic on roads considering the state's phased easing of the lockdown. Several offices have adopted a wait-and-watch approach before allowing employees to function. Meanwhile, two prisoners who tested positive for coronavirus escaped from a COVID care center in Maharashtra's Aurangabad district. A prison employee has been suspended. Delhi's Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal has gone into self-isolation and has cancelled all his meetings after complaining of a sore throat and fever. Kejriwal is a diabetic and may undergo a COVID-19 test. Delhi's current tally stands at 27,654 cases with 761 deaths. Chief Minister Kejriwal had announced yesterday that only residents of Delhi will be treated at COVID-19 hospitals managed by the state and non-Delhi residents will not be accepted. Countering Kejriwal's take on not treating non-Delhi residents, Haryana's Health Minister Anil Vij said, and I quote, We cannot put restrictions and deny treatment to anyone if he or she who is from outside Haryana falls ill in the state or is taken ill while in transit. We will treat such patients. We cannot be harsh like Arvind Kejriwal. Unquote. A plea was also moved in the Delhi High Court challenging the Ahmadmi Party government's order directing all hospitals under it, including private ones, to admit only bona fide residents of the national capital for treatment. The application contended that the Delhi government's order was unconstitutional and against humanity. Delhi's Health Minister Satendra Jain said today that the Delhi government has 8,500 to 9,000 beds for coronavirus patients. He said, and I quote, In the next 15 days, we will take it to 15,000 to 17,000. Since the doubling rate of cases is 14 to 15 days, we think cases will reach 56,000 in the next two weeks. Unquote. China Pal's studio lies in the heart of Kumartoli, a colony of artisans and idol makers in northern Kolkata. In other years, the Bengali month of Boishak would have been the peak time for orders when China and other artisans would start getting their first orders for Durga Puja. In addition, they earn their livelihood from small festivals to celebrate goddess Sitala and Annapurna. China says that the lockdown had slowed down her business anyway with almost no orders coming in. Then Amphan came. Her workshop is now in tatters. The roof blew away due to the strong winds. About 700 idol makers live in Kumartuli and like China, they now stare at a bleak future. Do read Shona Ghosh's report on how Kolkata is struggling to recover from the devastation caused by Cyclone Amphan. His report is titled Remains of the Day: The Aftermath of Cyclone Amphan's Trail of Devastation in Kolkata. You'll find the report on our website newslaundry.com. And while you're at it, do check out all the other stuff we do, from podcasts, video interviews to in-depth ground reports. There is a bunch of stuff that we do to keep you informed. Also, I think now is a good time to remind you dear listeners that News Laundry is an ad-free news platform. 
we believe that in order for news to serve true public interest, it needs to be independent. No advertisers or sponsors in the middle. So if you think we're doing a good job, please subscribe to us. A monthly plan starts as low as 300 rupees a month only. Now for some international updates on the virus. More than 6.8 million cases of COVID-19 have been reported worldwide with at least 397,000 deaths. The US, UK and Brazil have recorded the highest death tolls. While the United States continues to be at the top with almost 1.98 million cases, New Zealand has decided to lift all coronavirus restrictions with the recovery of its last case. Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern said on Monday that all coronavirus measures in the country will be lifted from Tuesday, barring border closure restrictions, as the virus had been eliminated from the country. She also said that the country would move to National Alert Level 1 from midnight on Monday. The last new case was reported 17 days ago, and Monday also marked the first time since late February that there have been no active cases in the country. The Prime Minister said, and I quote, We almost certainly will see cases here again. And that is not a sign that we have failed. It is a reality of this virus. But if and when that occurs, we have to make sure that we are prepared. Unquote. China said today that American Senator Rick Scott should present the evidence for his accusation that Beijing is trying to slow down or sabotage the development of a COVID-19 vaccine by Western countries. Chinese Foreign Ministry spokesperson made the remarks during a daily briefing on Monday, responding to the Republican senator's comments during an interview with BBC. Scott declined to give details on the evidence when asked during an interview, but he said that it had come through through the intelligence community. The chief executive of London's Heathrow Airport has said that hundreds of thousands of jobs, if not millions, could be lost in Britain if aviation is not able to resume quickly. Britain introduced a 14-day quarantine period for international arrivals today, despite warnings from its biggest airlines that the move will decimate domestic tourism and damage exports. Malaysia has reported seven new confirmed cases and no deaths. The Philippines has reported 579 new confirmed cases of COVID-19 today and eight deaths. The government of Philippines has decided not to allow children back to school until a vaccine is available for coronavirus. According to AFP, officials making the announcement have suggested that lessons may have to be broadcast on television. It comes after the President of the Philippines said last month that even if students could not graduate, they need to stay out of school to fight the spread of the disease. Classes are to resume by the end of August and teachers will use distant learning methods via internet or TV broadcasts. However, with millions of Filipinos living in deep poverty, many do not have access to computers and the internet at home. Poland has ordered the temporary closure of 12 coal mines after a major outbreak of coronavirus among miners in the country's southern coal mining regions. According to Polish media, coal miners now account for up to 20% of all coronavirus cases in Poland. Poland implemented an early and strict lockdown and avoided the huge death toll that many other Western European countries have seen. So far, it has 26,561 confirmed cases and 1,157 deaths. However, unlike most countries in the region, Poland has not seen a flattening of the curve. With 4,728 new cases in the last 24 hours, Pakistan's number of coronavirus cases has surpassed the 100,000 mark. The health officials confirmed that the country's death toll reached 2,067 with 65 fresh fatalities.
So far, 35,355 patients have fully recovered. Now for some non-coronavirus news. The Delhi police on Sunday filed a charge sheet before a city court against six people in connection with the alleged murder of an 85-year-old woman during the violence in February. Akbari Begum had died of asphyxiation when her house in Bhajanpura area was torched. The court of the Metropolitan Magistrate Rakesh Kumar Rampuri will take up the charge sheet on June 21st. The charge sheet accuses Arun Kumar, Varun Kumar, Vishal Singh, Ravi Kumar, Prakash Chand and Surat Singh of rioting, unlawful assembly, murder, dacoity with murder and causing disappearance of evidence among other things under the Indian Penal Code. The offences entail a maximum punishment of death penalty. According to the charge sheet, when the mob torched Begum's house on February 25th, other members escaped to the roof but she could not. The police said that her charred body was found on a folding bed. Begum's son, Saeed Salmani, who had a ready-made garment shop on the ground floor of the building, had filed an FIR against the unknown arsonists. All the accused are currently in judicial custody. They were arrested based on videos that went viral on social media, statements of police officials who rescued the family members, statements of eyewitnesses and call records. Talking of the Delhi riots, I want to inform you of our latest News Laundry Sena project, which is an initiative through which people like you can fund the stories that you want to hear. We have several stories under the project. You can check them out on our website. The latest one is an investigative report of how the Delhi police is handling the Delhi riots case. While many of you might be aware that two JNU students, Natasha Narwal and Devangana Kalita, were arrested over their alleged involvement in the violent riots. The two are members of the women's rights group Pinjarat Tor. Since then, the two women have been arrested several times. Even Safura Zargar, a research scholar from Jamia Millia Islamia University who is pregnant, was denied bail. The judge, Dharmesh Rana, said there is prima facie evidence to show that there was a conspiracy to at least block the roads, or Chakajam. She is currently in judicial custody in connection with her alleged role in the Delhi riots conspiracy case, which is being investigated by the Delhi police's special cell. All of this while Kapil Mishra, the BJP politician who made what was clearly hate speech right before the riots began, remains scot-free. Through texts, videos and podcasts, this News Laundry Sena project will explore how fair and robust the Delhi police have been. Do consider contributing on newslaundry.com slash Sena. Also, if you think we deserve your consistent support, please do subscribe to us. Check out all the stuff we do on our website and hit that subscribe button on the top right corner. That's all for today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.